brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. WTAW news time is four minutes after eight. It's 62 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast after the news brought to you by Twisted Oak Landscaping. Make your yard dreams a reality. Visit twistedoakcs.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. The College Station City Council is being asked to consider a change in the route of a proposed sewer line in a South Bryan neighborhood. The agenda for Thursday's College Station Council meeting includes spending another $87,000 for additional design work. That would move the sewer trunk line to the back lots of North Rosemary Drive next to Pin Oak Creek. The change follows opposition by homeowners in the Beverly Estates neighborhood and the Bryan City Council. Thursday's agenda also includes consideration of the Bryan Council's offer to pay College Station $240 per hour when College Station Fire Department ambulances cross the city limits. College Station staff's recommending what the agenda calls continued collaboration and negotiation. A termination notice takes effect next Monday of the current Joint Fire Department Agreement. The termination was approved by the College Station Council last November and was sent by the City Manager to the City of Bryan in January. And the College Station Council will take action on a joint agreement with Bryan, Brazos County, and Texas A&M to purchase an armored vehicle for law enforcement operations. Bill Oliver, 1620-945-WTAW. Much of the talk about property tax relief during the last two sessions of the state legislature is focused on homeowners. Representative John Rainey O'Brien, who is a small business owner, says he's also preparing a joint resolution that would require voters to change the state constitution to reduce the business inventory tax. Which is a big cost to all of us, but uh, it was going to be done in a, in a little shorter, phased-in type of thing. Rainey agrees with other lawmakers who say it's more difficult this session because of the state's budget surplus. I hope we don't split ourselves in a bind for future times. Speaking on our show, Rainey has heard plans by a Dallas area senator to lower the state's sales tax. Rainey hopes if that happens, it would be on the state's side of sales tax revenue and not reduce the city or county portion. The chancellor of the Texas A&M system has ordered all universities and agencies to remove diversity, equity, and inclusion statements from their employment and admission practices. The directive, which was in response to an order from the governor, came three weeks after A&M interim provost Alan Sams told faculty Senate members that the flagship campus had stopped the practice. That leaves us the challenge of how do we assess applicants and the approach to philosophy about um, practice of the collegiality and welcome and inclusiveness that is part of what diversity is about. A news release from Chancellor John Sharp states that no one will be hired and no student will be admitted on any factor other than merit. 
14 people representing College Station police and 911 dispatchers and private citizens were recently recognized for their life-saving efforts after last November's collision of a Santa's Wonderland bus in a private vehicle. Officer Dakota Harlan received the Medal of Honor and Raymond Sharanza and Dr. John Haglin received Citizen Awards. A lot of the other people were involved that night as well. The city's communication director, Colin Killian, shared on our show that you can see photos and get the names of all who were involved in the rescue effort on CSPD's Facebook page. WTAW news time is seven minutes after eight. It's 62 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Twisted Oak Landscaping. More news at 830 or online at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. 1620-945-WTAW. It's the Infomaniacs on a Monday morning. Glad you're with us. Let's have a look at the weather. It's brought to you by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front of the line service, $0 diagnostic and never an overtime charge for total protection plan members. Malik, feel the difference. Here you are. Some low clouds and patchy fog early today. It will give way to sunshine by this afternoon. Upper 70s, increasing clouds again overnight. Patchy fog late, 65. Some fog early Tuesday. Then mostly cloudy, warm, low 80s. Generally cloudy Tuesday night, mid-60s. Mixed sun and clouds Wednesday, low 80s. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945-WTAW. There go 8, uh, 8.09 right now on a Monday. So I heard this story last night about the keto diet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that it's not not good for you anymore so or not healthy this or doesn't surprise me at all, all right. um so it's a new observational study that came out and i want to say it came out of vancouver canada um but basically the keto diet which is low carb and high fat may not be all it's cracked up to be researchers say the fad diet could double your risk of major cardiovascular events such as strokes and heart attacks all of this could be due to the bad cholesterol levels that are brought on by the high fat diet. So our study, this is a quote from one of the lead authors, our study found that regular consumption of a self-reported diet low in carbohydrates and high in fat was associated with increased levels of LDL cholesterol or bad cholesterol and a higher risk of heart disease. Hmm. This study provides an important contribution to the scientific literature and suggests the harms outweigh the benefits. So just too much fat. Yeah. Bad fat. Yeah. So elevated LDL cholesterol should not be dismissed as simply a negligible side effect of a very low carb diet or ketogenic diet. Uh, In the study, researchers defined low carb and all that gets into all the numbers. Our study rationale came from the fact that we could see patients in our cardiovascular prevention clinic with severe really long word following this diet uh, high cholesterol there we go it's yeah. a long word for high cholesterol so yeah and and that's what you know and, and the other thing is the the keto diet from what i understand you you're trying to get to this status of like keto census or whatever it, the word is called and to get there you yeah you're basically eating no carbs and just a lot of like protein and high fat once you get to that level, I guess what it does is it's, it's burning fat, but it's impossible to maintain that level all the time. So people who do keto will say like, oh, I had great results, but as soon as I just tried to go back to eating normal, I like blew up again or I gained all the weight back. And it's like, well, yeah, because you were getting your body to a, a level of, you know, a, a certain process that it just can't be like that all the time. So it truly is the definition of a fad diet. Like you cannot maintain keto for an entire lifetime. 
Right. That, well, again, common sense is a really good thing. Moderation <laughs> in all things is really good. Sure. And yeah, you know, but this thing, I mean, it, it was huge. Like back in, you know, I know, even a couple years ago, I feel like I was around a lot of people who were like, oh, yeah, I'm doing keto. I'm it was doing definitely keto. popular. Well, mm-hmm. And that's the other thing is, uh, you know, the the food regimen that you decide to go into, if you want to call it diet, that's sure. fine. You know, you have to think about, for instance, though, we uh, we went to a banquet and it's getting to be that season and that kind of stuff. And, you know, you have to think about that when you don't have complete control over what the food is that's going to be put in front of you. Yeah, that's true, too. The same thing happens when you, you know, when you go out to eat, too. I mean, there's a menu in front of you. Mm-hmm. You can decide what you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, do do that. And Yeah, it's just, it's it's not it's not sustainable, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And and that that makes it to where maybe it's a good quick fix for something, but ultimately you're, you're going to have a hard time doing it in the long term. So yeah. it's, it's, and now they're saying in the long term it might be bad for bad. So is now the time to start thinking about, you know, how you behave when you do go out to eat, because going out to eat is expensive and making sure that you make a good choice is is also something that's important, too. Man, that's the worst, though, when you are going out to eat, you're trying to eat healthy and then what you get is not great. Like, it's just not very satisfying. Well, no, let's say it is healthy, right? Like, it is technically a good choice for your Uh health, but it doesn't taste that great. And you just spent 20 bucks on it. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. If I'm going to eat healthy. It's, it's, I would rather do it at home because it, it, mm-hmm. for me, it is next to impossible to go out to eat and get something that's healthy. Super healthy that you <laughs> it, it that you're okay that you're okay yes, with paying because for. I feel like I, it's a treat. You know, it's like I'm yeah. treating myself. I'm going out to dinner. I'm having a good time. I'm going to get a drink. I, I I just can't bring myself to order, you know, like a, a chicken, chicken breast and broccoli. Uh, like, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. So. I'm at a banquet uh, Sunday night, Saturday night, and and I mean it was a really nice chunk of beef. I mean, mm-hmm. really nice. And I didn't decide to eat it all, but I can't take it home. No, not oh, from a banquet. Yeah. Yep. It's not like when you're out what, at a restaurant. You should have brought like a Ziploc bag. When can oh, that be really? When can that be okay? Uh-huh. When could I've that be? Never. You know what, Scott? If I was there and I saw you take this and put it in a baggie, I would have high fived you. Okay. All right. I would have brought you up on the show. It. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I would have told that story on the show. I okay. I, I will say this: you're getting invited to some really nice banquets because I rarely go to a banquet that I'm like, mm, yeah, what was this it? is what delicious. delicious yeah. Yeah. I want to go home with this, yeah. or I just eat it all. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It was the Voices for Children back. Oh on, well, congrats uh, to them night. for Thanks. having a great. And they uh, did, and and actually, and of course, I knew the people at the table, and oh, so I, you wouldn't have even been embarrassed. I don't think so. You wouldn't have. Okay. I don't. Think I so. bet you could have asked the cater staff for it to go back. Oh, you could have just slipped a pocket steak. <laughs> I would have done it. A, a pocket, pocket steak. steak. It's a pocket steak. Yeah. yeah, you just put it in there. What's I that just, lump? It's a oh, it's my pocket steak. Oh, uh, I Scott, just you seem yeah. to be dripping. I, hey, caller, what's up? <laughs> hey, uh, y'all were talking about if why people uh, get off a low carb diet maybe they gain a lot of weight. Okay, the weight they gain is all water weight. Mm. Carb- carbohydrates are hydrophilic, so they bring more water into the cells with them. So that weight gain is not from the carbs, it's from water. Yeah. And so, but how do you get, I mean, I've always heard about water weight gain and all that kind of stuff. I'm, we're talking to you like you know what you're talking about, so you do, right? You know what you're talking about, right? <laughs> uh, to an extent, yeah. 
extent, I'll say so. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I just I don't need, we need to don't want need to go beyond that. But it's not like you stayed in a Holiday Inn last night, kind of thing. Yeah. All right. So so how do you get rid of that water weight? Well, honestly, going on a low carb diet is the biggest problem. Uh, your body's designed to run on carbohydrates. In fact, yeah. in order for these high protein diets to work. They have to convert the, the amino acids into glucose, which is the carbohydrate. Got it. And th- that process is not one the body likes doing very much. Um, your body, uh, in fact, your brain cannot work on anything except glucose. Does it so get... going on a low-carb diet, you are actually hindering your brain's function. Oh, wow. Does it get, does it change as you age? Uh, well, you have, your metabolism, metabolism does tend to slow down as you, as you age. Um, but basically, you know, the general dietary recommendations of roughly half your calories being from especially complex carbs or starches, um, you know, doesn't really change that much. Um, obviously, if you're doing like a lot of, you know, heavy resistance training, you'll need a little more protein than, mm-hmm. with, than with someone who wasn't. Um, but in general, it, it, you know, it doesn't change that much. All these little fads, like you, you see this weight loss, you go on low carb, it's the water weight you're losing. All right, so now, and, and so we don't need to go too far out in the woods, but what you're saying, is this controversial in any way? Would I be able to find somebody else who would come back and counterpoint everything you just said? Um, you might find someone who's a, quote, certified nutritionist, which basically there's no standards to become one of those. Um, who might refute that based on whatever ebook they got certified on. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as someone who has, like, a dietitian or... Uh, you know, a PhD in uh, uh, physiology would probably come back and say everything I've quoted you is, is fairly true. I mean, there's always exceptions to every rule, but um, so the concepts are pretty consistent. All right, good. Thank you. I we, appreciate so that. I, I recently was in a nutrition class, uh-huh. and everything that he just said is a, is is what we learned. Yeah. He, yeah. That guy knew what he was talking about. Yeah. Because, because what he's talking about, what I, even the nutritionist thing, he's like, that was something we learned too, is like, it's so easy to get one of those right now, and it's coming with these fad diets. Yeah, People all are just you do saying is, things. Yeah, all you do is go online, you pay for a course, and, you're and not, you, you get certified. They're not looking at the science like that guy just And that's why I ask him. Yeah. Can yeah. somebody counterpoint everything you just said? So, because, yeah. And the thing with the carbs is I think people hear carbs and they think pasta and, you know, potatoes and french fries and bread. You have to remember, fruit and vegetables are also carbs and so and that's the problem with this keto friendly diet or, or keto keto diet is that you're cutting out all so you're you're being told just eat meat and basically like butter and cheese huh. like there's no fruit and there's no vegetables because those all have carbs in them and carbs are scary so just yeah so you know a lot of people think well i'm going carb free because i'm trying to stay away from bread that's fine maybe maybe staying away from bread is good for you and your body but you're still getting carbs in other places you need, if you're eating a balanced yeah right. diet. you need carbs you, need, like, you carbs. need complex carbs you yeah need, and, and bread is different like don't eat a bunch of ba- don't ba- don't eat anything baked but you still need carbs like people think of it as drop all the carbs no eat your complex carbs eat your jasmine rice eat your wheat mm-hmm. pasta eat those those are good you need those for energy yeah. but yeah, it's fuel don't don't yeah. eat a loaf of bread yeah that's not good like don't eat right. that that's Pizza. bad yeah exactly. and one of the things that that i've always heard a physiologist talk about and he says if you bake it 
it, you should probably stay away from it. Oh, interesting. Huh. Interesting. Yes. And, and so that's the best way to split the carbs up. But you need carbs. Like, you do. That's yeah. the thing. Part, like, of, part of the building blocks of uh, how we uh, fuel ooh, the ooh, engine. Right? Okay, I got an answer to uh, your... Okay, so somebody texted in. I used to own a catering company, and when I catered an event, I always furnished doggy bags for the guests. Oh. The event organizers were paying a flat rate for the food, so I felt like they owned all the food. There, you know, There was always waste, and instead of trashing it, I would get guests to take it home. Or I would rather have guests take sure. it home. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, especially there's if there's leftover full meals. Yeah, right, right, right. Wow. I think I think next time you go, and if you're in that situation, I bet if you ask somebody on staff, they, they would something. 100% yeah. have something available for you. Because it was. It was a great chunk of meat. There's no doubt about that. Mm, but you're I right. Could, yeah. I've never I've never seen anyone do it at, at like a fundraising banquet situation. Yeah. But why not? You're paying to be there, well, most likely. I guess, yes. And I, I do. I, I think that's... Uh, not that you're okay. paying for the meal, but like that's part of you being there. All right. All right. Banquet season's coming up. I got it. <laughs> WTAW news time is 830 at 62 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Rooster's Viking Coffee Shop, home of the lifetime free tune-up in front of Hurricane Harry's on College Avenue. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. For the first time this legislative session, the Texas House is working on a Monday. We've done all the proclamations and resolutions. State Representative Kyle Cassell of College Station says he's ready to get started making decisions on how to spend a budget surplus. Appropriations and Senate finance, you know, that's going to be a, that's what's going to keep us here long at night toward May. Cassell said he's looking forward to putting in a full week of work in Austin. Texas lawmakers could be considering a proposal to reduce the state sales tax. That was part of the latest legislative update from Representative John Rainey on our show. Happened to see Senator West and he has that bill ready to introduce it. I think it's going to be about a half percent reduction is what he's promoting. I don't know how that's going to float, but hope it would be on the state's side of the collection. Rainey also said they have to be careful before making a final decision. We're fortunate that we've had a good years of sales tax collection and I don't want to reduce it and then have to come back shortly and say, well, we're going to have to raise that again. Rainey says he is preparing a joint resolution that would require voters to change the state constitution to reduce the business inventory tax. Three weeks ago, Texas A&M's interim provost told the faculty Senate that the university had stopped requiring job applicants from including diversity, inclusion, and equity statements. It is now an order from the system chancellor for all system universities and agencies that applies to employment and admission practices. Interim provost Alan Sams told the faculty Senate on February 13th that the flagship's former DEI requirement never took an applicant's race or gender into consideration. Our challenge is how do we assess those in the absence of that kind of a diversity statement where somebody is, you know, able to make those pronouncements quite clear. A&M's Associate Provost for Diversity, Annie McGowan, told the Faculty Senate that the university's former DEI statement was misconstrued generally. In the diversity statement, we are not looking or nor do we use information where the person describes their own ethnicity or identity. We're looking for actual evidence. It's an evidence-based approach to the work that the person has done. The directive from Chancellor John Sharp was in response to an order from the governor. Faculty and staff applications throughout the A&M system will include statements about research and teaching philosophies. 
A month ago, College Station police responded to the report of gunfire near the intersection of Victoria and Eagle. Last Thursday, CSPD announced an arrest on a charge of discharging a firearm. 32-year-old Edward Poole of College Station remains in jail. CSPD arrest reports state last month's gunfire on Bridgeberry Court was related to an argument with the mother of his children. Poole also remains in jail on a charge of criminal mischief from last December, where he's accused of breaking the windows of his ex-girlfriend's SUV. The city of Bryan's proposal to modify a joint fire department agreement with the city of College Station will be considered by the College Station City Council this Thursday. College Station staff is recommending what the agenda says is continued collaboration and negotiation. It's after the Bryan Council offered to pay College Station $240 per hour when College Station ambulances cross the city limits. Another issue between the cities is on Thursday's College Station Council agenda. College Station staff has proposed amending the design contract for a sewer line through a South Bryan neighborhood, changing the route to the sewer trunk line next to Pin Oak Creek along the back lots of North Rosemary Drive would add $87,000 to the design contract. Bill Oliver, 1620, 94.5 WTAW. The College Station Police Department recently awarded employees and citizens for a joint life-saving event. Officers and citizens who were involved in the aftermath of that horrible crash in November involving the Santa's Wonderland shuttle bus out yeah. on uh, Highway 6. And there were several heroes that night who saved Calvin Hill, the driver of the bus, and the passenger from the other car. The city's communications director, Colin Killian, shared on our show that you can find the list of 14 people who were recognized and details of their combined contribution on CSPD's Facebook page. The Textile Bryan District Office has announced a lane closure that began over the weekend in the Harvey Mitchell Parkway construction zone could continue through Wednesday. That involves one southbound lane on Harvey Mitchell that continues to be closed between George Bush Drive and Luther Street. A TxDOT spokesman says the lane closure is to allow the construction crew safe working space while extending a culvert under what will eventually be a six-lane highway. WTAW news time is 8.35 at 62 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Rooster's Bike and Coffee Shop. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945 WTAW. Good morning, Infomaniacs. It's 8.37 on a Monday. We're in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning Kubota and New Holland dealer. In Bryan and Navasota. And the weather is brought to you by Gladney Automotive Solutions. You can depend on them to make an appointment. Give them a call to 399-8928. Low clouds and patchy fog early today. It will give way to sunshine by this afternoon. Upper 70s. Increasing clouds again overnight. Patchy fog late 65. Some fog early Tuesday. Then mostly cloudy, warm, low 80s. Generally cloudy Tuesday night, mid-60s. Mixed sun and clouds Wednesday, low 80s. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945 WTAW. Let's find out what's going on in the arts community. And Cherie's here this morning. How are you today? I'm doing great. And yourself? Good. Brought a guest with you. I sure did. I brought Alicia with the Museum of the American GI. Welcome back. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Today? You have such a great organization out there, and such a it's a, it's just such a resource to have so many people come from all over the state to to see it just any time. But you got a special weekend coming up. Yes, we do. Our Living History Weekend is coming up on March 25th and 26th. 
Now, now tell us the app. So it's open to the public 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Sunday. But we open the gates at 9 to get everybody in so they can park and get up to our demonstration field. So what all is entailed in the Living History demonstrations? So we have World War One, World War II battle reenactments, a Vietnam skirmish. We also have lots of living historians out there with their tents and actual displays so people can walk through and learn about what it was like to be in the military predominantly in World War II, but we also have World War I. This year we're going to have a Civil War display. It's the first time we've been able to get a group in. And now, how did you do that? How did that come about? Well, we've had we've been discussing with some groups. There's um, typically there's some conflicts with other events going on, but this group committed to coming to see us this year, and so we're really excited. So we'll have um, displays from the Civil War all the way through Vietnam. So how long has the museum been there? So the museum, um, our building's been open for eight years, but we've been a nonprofit for 21 years. And this is actually, actually 22. So this is actually the 22nd year of this event. Well, that's uh, fantastic. Again, people come from all over America. And we talk about it every time. The idea of transgenerational, the fact that uh, you can have people who, this is something that a, a, a guy or a gal can take their grandchild to come to see. We have lots of um, grandparents come in and just the entire families come in. And we actually work very hard to make the event as um, accessible to everyone's needs. So if someone comes and they have a little bit of a mobility issue, we get them into a vehicle and take them up to the demonstration field. Now, if somebody does have mobility issues, we suggest that they have an all-terrain wheelchair or rollator to get across the grounds because it is outdoors but we work with everybody that comes through the gate to make sure they can get up um, to our area and have a good time sure uh you got a website we do it's americangimuseum.org okay and remind us again the uh, date and time it's the march 25th and the 26th and it's the living history weekend and it's 10 to 5 on saturday 10 to 2 on sunday sounds good thanks for the time this morning thank you what else you got for us today? So on March 9th, we have the Insight Launch Party happening at the Arts Council from 530 to 7. And then in our amazing gallery, we have Monica Pate, who is downstairs, who is a phenomenal uh, watercolor artist. And what I love about her work, if you see, look at it and you see white, that is not white paint. That is the paper. So it just amazes me how she can create a piece working around where she's going to you know highlight a flower that's got to be challenging and then upstairs in our uh, Bratfield Fine Arts Gallery we have Mac Bradford who is a professional rodeo photographer and has been doing it for oh my gosh since the 70s and he even has a couple of pictures of me up there how about so, that I know so super excited for both of them and we'll be having an opening reception for them in April so we'll get the date out to y'all soon uh, but for more information stay close to our social media and our website at acbv.org thanks for the time thank you hey it's the Infomaniacs it's uh, 844 look we're not a nutrition show okay <laughs> But, but there's one more story that if you didn't hear, uh, erythritol, which is a sugar substitute that's used in Truvia. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, and, and that's a natural sweetener. I've heard uh, of Truvia. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. May increase your risk of blood clots and heart problems. Mm. Those aren't good. Nope. Nope. A study of uh, 1,157 participants underwent uh, heart risk assessment, found higher levels of the sweetener were two times as likely 
for you to have a heart attack, stroke, or blood clots. Wow. So that's Truvia. If you happen mm-hmm. to have decided that. that's the one you're mm-hmm. going to glom onto, you might want to think about that. And the only reason is uh, one of the folks who works here is a diabetic, and, and they came in and were mentioned, hey, that was really interesting conversation that you had about this and he he talked about his dietary situation i said Mm -hmm. but you're a diabetic you know how to pay attention to that and and to make sure that you make the right decision rather than just grabbing anything off the off the shelf because it says keto on it yeah because sometimes those are loaded with sugar but he said, if everybody had eat like a diabetic, we wouldn't have very many health problems. Oh, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah, that's that true. Is, uh, that's true. That's true. But anyway, but let's talk about the fun part, and that is, would you go for a subscription to a restaurant? It's crazy, too, because the, basically the way it is, so in 2022, subscriptions went up just for the uh, standard American. Six anything from for anything okay. 4.2 to 6.7 subscriptions right. in 2022 okay and so like that's a way to think about why would restaurants not get involved in this sure and they have so how does it work so it that that's the thing it varies mm. a ton so okay. for instance pf chang's they offer 6.99 dollars or six dollars and 99 cents a month and you basically get free delivery oh huh. okay. but is that is that uh, how much it are depends on ordering? how much you're ordering. Like PF how much Chains. PF Chang's are you ordering to go? But it also it goes all the way down to like, and I've run into this in Houston at that the Mexican restaurant me and Chelsea really like. Mm-hmm. It's called El Tiempo. Well, so they offered a thing where you you can pay for a black card, okay, and it's like two thousand dollars, and you have that loaded onto the card, uh-huh. and anytime you eat at El Tiempo. You get like a fifteen percent discount. Oh, okay. And you just pay with that black card. Gotcha. Until until it runs out. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, and so th- lots of other things. Like there's one in San Francisco. You pay a hundred and seventy, or you can pay. It's kind of the same along the same lines. You pay eighty nine dollars a month, and you get a hundred dollars worth of dining credit, or one seventy five oh, and two hundred. Okay. And so there's all these different ways that they're doing it, and right. it's essentially just get people back in the restaurant after COVID, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And if you you have a favorite place that you're going to often enough, it may it, it may work out in your favor financially. I'd like to see the numbers on how successful it's been. I guess it's kind of mm-hmm. new, obviously. But there's like this one. This one sounds ridiculous, though. One hundred and thirty dollars a month and you get a three course takeout meal for two. I'm like, I wonder, that's just paying for a takeout meal. Right. Right. So and, and where's that? That's in a big city. That's in a big city. Yeah, yeah. that's in. And uh, the free, I can't find it off the the free delivery here. thing is interesting. My so my friend Kendall who lives Washington. in Dallas. Okay, my friend Kendall who lives in Dallas. She pays the Uber Eats membership, which I think is like oh. ten dollars a month. What does that get you though? It get well, it gets you like the free delivery when oh. you when you order from Uber Eats. You don't have to pay for the delivery, right? Thing. And so she, as long as she uses Uber Eats like twice a month. She's paying she's for that, for and oh. she's yeah, and but she still got to tip the driver, right? Well, and there are still other fees, yes, but like the the delivery fees and and certain things that have you know obviously just it, it gets to the point where it's like you're spending at least twenty dollars on anything you order, but where she lives, you can't just hop in your car and drive quickly to like a Chick-fil-A or a Chipotle. I mean, when you're in some of those big city downtown areas, it's actually really, it can be difficult to just quickly go grab a meal. To me, it makes no sense because here you can drive anywhere you you need to go within a couple of minutes. Exactly. So here's a not successful story. In 2021, on the border, Mexican Grill, they offered a Queso Club membership. Mm. You pay, which is offered, you get free cheese dip, for a year, 
for just it says free but then it says for one dollar so you pay a dollar you get cheese dip every time you go the program stopped taking new subscriptions a year ago um well, that seems the, really cheap chief, chief chief yeah listen chief marketing officer said that more than one hundred and fifty thousand people signed up for the queso club yeah. <laughs> and members visited seven times sure. more often than sure. the average guest sure the dallas-based chain had to, to end the membership yeah <laughs> because yeah. they couldn't cover the cost of the dip right right, right. yeah no the people will find a way and then because of social media, it will spread like wildfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will. That's uh... Now, uh, so a guy I knew opened a bar here in town. And uh, so it was called TJ's. And if, and if people are old enough, they remember it. It's, uh, it's right near where On the Border is here, as a matter of fact. Okay. It's that, uh, the two-story building, thin two-story story building right there. So he said, so here's what he'd do. And he, and so some of his friends, he said, give me $100 and you'll get $200 worth of drinks. Mm-hmm. And he put it, you know, and he put our hundred dollar bills up on the wall, I think, oh, so okay. that we do that. But that was cool. That was double the yeah. money for that. Yeah. But all this is about is the restaurant wanting to use your dollars. Your, you know, the, yeah. the, the, the Mexican restaurant you, you mentioned, you're giving them two thousand dollars. Well, you know, they get to use that, that yeah. which is uh, really pretty cool. They can yeah. take that and yeah. put and it in the bank or whatever they want And then you're just using it to. at some point. Yeah. And yeah. you get 15 percent off, which that's great. And, you know, El Tiempo is a little pricey. So that, yeah. you know, that that's actually not a terrible. And, and I know uh, that re- that was their thing. And they have they have since shut that down because they were losing oh, money. They were. Yeah. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and a lot of I mean, some restaurants do like the reward stuff. Like if you come 10 times, you get a free entree. To, that that's hard because you've got to keep up with that. Like you've got to keep that little stamp card yeah that's right you and things that. like that um did subway used to have a punch card oh, yeah subway, is that right yeah they used so to have a lot a, of it what was yeah. it, like a sticker wasn't it maybe was it? okay something yeah. like that yeah. there's a chewy's has one do they yeah i haven't been to chewy's in a long time but okay. um if i forget to have it on me or even if i have it on me in my wallet and i just forget to give it to the see the that's right waitress, and it is it's on yeah. you yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. Which so. is fine. That's the way they like it. Because exactly. Because it's up to us. That yeah. works for the restaurant. Yeah, we 100%. may fail and it saves them money. About eight minutes till it's the Infomaniacs. So here we go. Customer service, calling them one of the most annoying things that we do in life. And again, customer service people would love their jobs if they didn't have to deal with us. Right? Okay. <laughs> sure. So, uh, so rest assured, those agents are annoyed with us too. So it goes both ways. So here are three mistakes people make. While on the phone with customer service, number one, getting hot or being rude in general. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, doesn't go anywhere. No, no. The person you're talking to is not the person who has put the rule in place that you're angry about. That's okay. true, right. too. So just kind of at the minimum, try to be polite. Being rude doesn't help. Number two. Especially if you start off rude. Right, Like exactly. I understand if the if the customer service agent starts getting a little snippy with you for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Yep. But it kind of that whole idea of kill them with kindness. Yeah. Before you call, think about the things that you'll need to have ready, like the oh. dates or the account numbers. You know, they really appreciate yes, it when the you numbers, do that. All the account numbers. Yeah. And don't you feel good when they're like, um, can oh, I please yeah. have your confirmation? Go- yes, Bam. you can. Oh, right bum, 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 bum. Here it is. Yeah, on you. Exactly. On you. Okay. You feel so prepared. Yeah, it's the best feeling. As you can hear, Chelsea's a little belligerent right <laughs> behind the veil, just in case. But yes, you're right there with yes, her. Yes, I happen to, Karen. <laughs> I do have my yeah. confirmation code for you. <laughs> and number three, being completely un unwilling to compromise. Mm. Maybe you want a refund, but you offer, you know, you're offered a credit or something like that, then you might need to try and meet them. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Lots of different circumstances involved, but just, you know, one of those things. Then there's the, if you're not happy, you can always sue people. Oh, oh. All right. (laughs) Alexander and Elizabeth Burkle, a couple from California, suing a Hawaii-based tour company 
after they were left abandoned in the ocean while snorkeling on their honeymoon. Oh, okay, yep, not that, a good that look. calls for yep, the, yep. the lawsuit for the, sure. The boat left uh, in left them in open ocean and basically forced them to swim back to shore. That's terrifying. Uh huh. Oh my Which gosh. left them fatigued and dehydrated, as you can imagine. Upon their arrival, local residents eventually uh, did come to their help, uh, to come to their aid. What happened was, uh, according to other people on the boat, it was so disorganized that doing the head count was very inaccurate. And as a result, uh, they thought they had enough people, obviously, and so they just boogied on to the next place and left them there. I just don't understand how, though, do you, how you don't that? see them. Exactly. Well, but that's the deal. Is so, and, and maybe maybe it was a cruise that had a group, and then there were other people on there that were not part of the group. I was going to so, say, when I went snorkeling in Grand Cayman, you're you're absolutely right. There were several boats, like several groups gotcha. from different, different tour groups that were in that one area. And, and so if my boat had left without me, I, it could have, I would have just blended in with the rest of the audience or the rest of the crowd it and, goes to the head count in right. the boat exactly and, and, the boat and counting and so, they couldn't do that anyway they're suing for five million dollars we'll see how uh yeah how that's, that plays that's, out. that's scary especially like you're snorkeling you don't have if you're having to swim a long way and you're not a super like well right yeah you're out and oh you're in and you're in the open ocean water there's sharks and things yes yes that's why all that's being taken a number into of things account that can kill you in in the five million dollar lawsuit and and again just from one at least one person who was on the the uh, boat they said it was uh, it was very disorganized all right so tiktoker has come up with a way to get sleep in places like a plane or a hotel when there are noisy people around them okay so listen to this and let's decide who the jerk is here if you're ever at a hotel or i've used this on airplanes as well where people are next to you and being really loud and rude and you like want to ask them to be quiet if you say to them hey i'm sorry could you please quiet down i have to wake up really early for a funeral tomorrow every time they immediately feel so bad (laughs) and they will quiet down instantly I'm okay. I'm okay with it. You're okay with her doing that? Yeah. Okay. It's that's funny. <laughs> I, I, yeah. Okay. And that you, just seems it, like so because, messed up, because, though. Yeah. Here's what's going to happen: is somewhere in the future, uh, somebody will have heard this, maybe on our radio station or someplace else, and a person on the plane will play that card. Right. And. They'll be able to get called out. And you're not going to know. And they go, wait a minute, I've Time heard that out. before. My thing is, I would never use it because, okay, if you're on a plane, like, you've got earbuds or maybe, like, if you're really trying to get sleep, you're, if I'm really concerned, I'm going to go out and buy some of those noise-canceling headphones. Right. There or, are ways. Yeah, there are ways. And, and you know, I can't imagine somebody being so loud next to you that you feel yeah, like you have to do I've that. I've been on planes, and I've never had these experiences I mean, where I've been it's just next to talkers. so loud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, you, and you're also on a plane. Like you have to know going in. You, you I feel like it's like you can't expect this like deep slumber. You're no, I don't sleep well anyway. Like, like exactly. To be coming up with excuses. Now like, she just, also mentioned a hotel. And in that case, if somebody's being so loud on the other side, I'm calling down to the desk. I'm not going next door and actually confronting that right. person. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. That's true. 
Anyway, there's a there's a little life skill. I feel for like you, there baby. are worse. Like there are more. Uh, I don't know. There's worse things that she could have used for that but excuse. That's yeah. her. Hey, it's the Infomaniacs. It's about a minute till. There was a trend a while back where people uh, were sleep streaming, posting live hours long videos of themselves just sleeping. That's so weird. Why? <laughs> what does that do? I, it was meant to be therapeutic and. But it's weird. That it's is strange. Weird. I don't well, want people watching me sleep. That now, would be like some. <laughs> I also don't want to watch weird. anyone sleep. Right. Now people are apparently posting live feeds of themselves working, just sitting at a desk typing away on a computer. Obviously, it's usually from a remote situation, mm-hmm. and they can, you know, uh, some people are, are calling this body doubling or parallel working. And one woman who does it streams five hours of herself working every day on TikTok. She's a data analyst, and she does occasionally take breaks to answer questions in her comments section. Yeah, because what you do, it's called live video. Yeah, like live stream. And then people can watch your live stream, and they can submit questions and things like that. And But why Why? So this is why a do group I of watch people her work? that clearly don't work watching someone work. She has 100,000 followers. What do they get out of and that? And she's a data analyst. She's just sitting at a computer. It's not like she's doing anything fun. Supposedly, body doubling can help some people who struggle with ADHD or loneliness, as well as people who have trouble. That was my first loneliness. thought. Is like if you work oh. from home and you're lonely and you okay. want to feel like you're working in an office, would you stream someone else working next to you? We will not be putting cameras in our studios. <laughs> We're back tomorrow. Our Brian Broadcasting Station, WTAW College Station. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.